Welcome to Frontline Static, a podcast that helps bridge the gap between healthcare workers and first responders and everything in between. This week's episode was so fun to record. I'm just really enjoying getting to interview my clients and talk to them about the lessons that they've learned while coaching together. And um, this week's just so special because you get to um, hear my conversation with Vicki, who I've been working with since the end of last year. And she's grown so much as both a person and and a clinician due to coaching together and mentoring together. And she talks a little bit about what it's like to um, learn to invest in yourself and prioritize yourself and how she's gained confidence not only as an ICU nurse but as a person through working together and I just hope you guys enjoy this episode this week and I hope that there's something that you can relate to and take away from it as well. Hey Vicki, thanks for being on today. I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Let's just start out. And I like to start out with just telling a little bit about yourself and um, anything that you want to share with everybody. Um, okay. My name is Vicki and I live in Clearwater, Florida. Um, I am an ICU travel nurse and a newly certified paramedic. I um, am originally from El Paso, Texas. And I've been living here in Florida for um, almost almost 10 years. Okay. Let's start out like with the heat only because I just visited Texas in April and I was like, it's only 90 degrees here and it is humid. It's humid. Yes. Well, in Florida, it's very hot and humid. In Texas, it's hot, hot and dry. I just Uh, never believed people when they said that because we in California, it gets really hot here, like summers in the one teens, but it's not like the humidity is not like that. Yeah, it's, it's very different. When I moved here from El Paso, like it, it's completely dry in El Paso and I'm very humid here. I couldn't even breathe. I was like, where am I? (laughs) Yeah. The level of sweating is just totally different. Yes. Okay. Well, great. Um, and I just want to start with like, we met last year sometime, probably the end of last year, we started working together Yes. and, um, and tell me like what you first came to me for and kind of what we've been working on along the way. Yeah. So, um, I came across your, um, page from another, uh, flight nurse that I follow and I, my goal and aspiration is to be a flight nurse. So um, throughout my nursing career, you know, seven years, the goal has always been to be a flight nurse. And on Instagram, I followed so many different flight air ambulances, everything that I can follow, you know, and I came across your page and I found out that you had a podcast and I listened to your podcast and I was like, oh, wow, this is really great. And saw that you offered all those, uh, the mentorship and, you know, to help get to where you wanted. And I had been talking to uh, my wife and I was saying how I really wanted to see if I can you know meet somebody or or try and help guide me to where I need to be to fill in my gaps of knowledge and uh, then I came across your page and it was kind of like fate Um, I just had finished leaving a position in the neuro ICU and I felt like just kind of lost in that position in that area that I was in Um, I lost a lot of confidence in myself after I uh, left from that job. 
and um, I came across your page and I think it, it definitely is meeting you and all the services that you offer and that you've helped me with has been like exponential to where I am right now. I have seen so much growth in you. And I know that we've talked about this before in our sessions, but when we first met, it was a lot of like um, power to the past, you know, just a lot of like, you had a lot of doubt and not very much self-confidence, like of where you were really in your career and having, like you said, seven years of nursing experience and then, you know, doing ICU for so long, like you just had I knew you like had it in you to have that confidence and be able to just be like the best nurse that you could be. And I've seen you grow so much into that level of confidence that it's now like seeping into other areas and you realizing like your potential, I think. Tell me like how you felt about that, that part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I, I definitely, well, you know, after I lost my job, I definitely felt um, a big, hit not just to my pride, but my confidence as who I was as a nurse. And I think I was very confident at that time, but I guess I just didn't really have a lot of confidence entirely of myself for it to be just taken away so quickly. Um, and after, you know, meeting you and working with you, I did have a lot, I gave a lot of my power to my past and really gave a lot of who I was as a nurse um, to my, the, I let my job previously defined who I was, you know, and I really needed to dig into myself and you asking me the hard questions, you know, kind of with obvious answers that I have the power myself, but just giving me the ability to see that in myself. And um, it definitely has helped me in every area of, of my of my life, I feel like this past yeah, year and has grown a lot. Yeah. And maybe you could go into this a little bit more, but like, what have you learned specifically about yourself? Like during this time period of really kind of working together? So, um, I feel like I did, I doubted myself a lot when it came to what I knew and if I was doing the right thing for my patients. And, um, if I could really be the nurse that I previously was before, mm -hmm. and I was in a contract you know, and um, I felt like I would question myself a lot. And after having these meetings with you and really affirming to myself, working on getting to the hard part of questions, like why do you feel a certain way and really kind of laying it out flat as in hitting it from every angle. Like what happens if you, if, if the worst does happen or what happens if the worst really doesn't happen if everything's just in my head and if I really doubt myself and I was able to carry like positive affirmations and the fact that I really did know what I was talking about and took that to clinical practice and it actually I, I was I gained a newfound strength and confidence in myself that I didn't have before like instead of thinking like oh I, I know my what might be going on with my patients and not saying anything and then later on saying oh yeah that was going on like i was initiating that and and saying like this is what's going on and i was absolutely 100 percent right because i just felt stronger and confident in myself um and if i didn't have those moments you know I, we had the affirmations that we worked on together that i would tell myself and repeat to myself that would really ground me and take me back to um being confident you know feeling what you're feeling anxiety whatever and 
being present with it and then not letting it affect your day and just continue to move forward. Yeah. And I think it's natural for a lot of us, especially who work in like high stressful jobs, um, you know, and as healthcare workers and first responders that we all feel a level of anxiety at some point. And I think it ebbs and it flows, right? Like sometimes we feel really confident in going in and something like sometimes things can happen to us or something said to us and it really like makes us feel more anxious. And so I think that's great. Like what you said that one, like allowing yourself to just feel anxious, like live in that, feel that, you know, go through it, but then remember and remind yourself like why why can you do it? Why are you capable? And like, like you said, those positive affirmations and really finding what that thought work is for you. That's going to make you remember those things so that you can get out of it so that you don't spiral into this. Well, maybe I'm going to start to believe those things that I'm saying about myself. And then you try to find all the evidence of why it's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I also want to talk about, you know, I think that as you gained that confidence, you were also able to work on that and bring that into testing. Yes. Maybe you can talk about that because like for me personally, testing is like a high anxiety. I'm, I have this story about myself that I'm not a good test taker and it does take me a lot of time to pass things. Like it took me, um, multiple times to pass the NCLEX and multiple times to pass my CFRN. And I made that mean like a lot of things about myself as a nurse. And I just had to remind myself, like, I am a good nurse and I can do this. So um, how was, or for maybe for people out there who are maybe stuck in that same thought that I'm not a good test taker and are anxious about a test going up, going like coming up for them. What was it that you did or that we practiced that really helped you? So I would say that I, can say I was a notoriously bad test taker is what I would have in my head because I could study and study and study and but I would get super anxious and nervous that my mind would just go blank you know I get a question get a question and be like I don't know and freak out and you know don't know how to answer it when really I do know you know you just needed to calm down but I did um after working with you so doing the affirmations as like why in case my head spirals out you know if I get to a question and my head is blank what am I going to do am I either going to just beat myself up and uh, let that consume me or I'm just going to continue to move forward so what I would do previously would let myself get beat up and the rest of the test would just go downhill because of that one question and I just keep going back to it and that's not the right mindset to have when you're taking a test. And um, I have notes in my, um, after each meeting that we have, and specifically, you know, uh, these tests that I was taking, you know, the EMT and the paramedic. And um, I would tell myself, and it was something that we talked to together, like, okay, so I am an ICU nurse, you know, I can pass these paramedic tests, I can get these questions, I can do it. Um, even if I had to take a bathroom break and just look at myself in the mirror and say like, you got this, you know, this, you got this. And if you get to a question that is just difficult or you can't figure out the answer, you just don't remember, that's okay. You don't know everything. And 
one thing that I kept in my head was, you know, there's always test questions. The NCLEX, the paramedic, there's always a, at least 10 questions that are just practice. They don't mm -hmm. account for anything. So mm -hmm. whenever I got one of those questions, I just said, um, that one didn't count. That's not going to count. It doesn't matter. And I just, you know, would keep moving forward. And with this last um, exam that I had for my paramedic license, I was very nervous uh, because I would challenge the paramedic exam, you know, so I didn't go to paramedic school. So there are many things that you and I talked about that I was really concerned, like about operations and things that you don't do as an ICU nurse. You know, you don't pick out ET tubes. You don't figure out what, what you're going to use to intubate somebody or what paralytic, I mean, generally in the ICU, but you're not the one initiating those things. And it made me nervous to get some question that I wasn't um, certain about. And uh, you kept telling me, so for some reason, it took a week to get my results. And I just thought I failed. I was like, I failed. I failed. And you said, no, just keep keep having, you know, keep positive. You, you just, you don't know yet. It doesn't say you failed. And I was like, no, I, I failed. You know, I, let's just admit it. It doesn't take this long. Usually you get two, three days, you get your results. It doesn't take a whole week. And you were 100% right. Like I passed and it was a lot of the affirmations and things that we worked together that I feel like really helped me because um, they really helped ground and center me, especially since I have ADHD, my brain goes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about being a coach too, and a mentor is that I can hold that belief for you, even when you don't believe in yourself. Yeah. Like I, I did, I 100% thought every time you texted me, like she passed this test. Yeah. I know she passed it. And what's great about that. And what I was thinking when you were saying it was that, um, you know, I hired a tutor and a mentor this last time that I took the CFRN because I took it six times and passed it. Yeah. I failed it six times. And, and I know, and I know I'm a good flight nurse and I knew all those things, you know, but it created a lot of doubt in me. And so this time I hired a mentor and he really helped me like with my thought work and just like really figuring out, you know, the, the areas that I was weaker in. And, and I 100% think like, that's the reason why I passed it this time, because I think when we do allow ourselves to like create good thoughts, when we are anxious and we're doing a test, like that's so helpful in being successful in it. Yeah, I 100% agree. I don't feel like I would be where I'm at or be as successful without um, ever meeting you, honestly, because um, me putting value on myself, you know, and um, saying like, I am worth it and I'm going to invest in myself. And the best way to invest in myself is to hire a mentor, find somebody that's going to help me because I can't help myself in a hundred percent areas. Otherwise I, you know, I would be perfect and it's not a perfect world. And yeah. I, I really did need that. I really did need that, that push and that help to get through my thought work. Cause it, it does make a huge difference on how you think, what you say out loud, what you say to yourself. Um, even when you don't realize that you're saying it to yourself or how you're feeling, you know, so just yeah. getting in tune with that. Um, and you being there to kind of like push be like no or I'm nervous about getting this well like okay well let's go there why and it uh, sometimes I'm like I don't really want to go there like I don't <laughs> I don't really know you know and you ask a question and I'm like I don't know I just because I never really thought about that and it's something things like just in general we should think about we should think yeah. about every situation we should think about everything and how we're going to respond to it and it makes a huge difference
Yeah. And I love working with you too. I think like there's something to be said about someone who wants to be coachable too. Like, because you are so open to being coachable and like going there sometimes, you know, and feeling uncomfortable and putting in the work, I 100% think that that's why you've gotten the results in your life that you have right now. Well, uh, I, I, I definitely can agree with that because um, I don't think that on my own, I would have these results. Yeah. And I just think also there's something to be said about like showing someone else, like your thoughts and then them helping you get clarity to move forward and make some big decisions with it so that you can feel confident in the decisions that you're making. Yeah. And, um, at my last contract, I was actually talking to one of the nurses there and I had shared your information because, um, I had a down moment and I was doing some studying for, you know, the paramedic registry. And she was like, well, what are you doing? And I said, oh, you know, I'm working on my paramedic and everybody just kind of gives me the face. Like you're a nurse. Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. And I have to give the whole explanation, you know, well, I mean, I took a class and when I realized doing the scenario that the pre-hospital stuff, I don't know what, I didn't know what I was doing. And if you don't know what you're doing for me, I was like, I don't want to hurt anybody. So I'm going to go there. I'm going to go to the school. I'm going to learn. Um, even though I'm a nurse, you know, I don't see it as going backwards yeah. and, um, doing that, you know, I knew that I needed guidance and I needed guidance from somebody who is in the field where I want to be so I can get there. And, um, she was asking me, you know, oh, I've been kind of looking, looking for that. You need a mentor, you know, and I don't think I've ever would have said that before. And I'm like, you need to do it, sent her the information and uh, hopefully she did, or she's considering it. But I think that it's a really good, good move in anybody's, anybody's life. I don't think that you have to be in a bad situation to look out reach for somebody I think it's all purposes of life yeah and I love too also that you've really learned not only like to have confidence but to have your own back and I think this is one of those decisions where you really have showed that because you said like you know it, it it isn't um a necessity for you to get your paramedic license before applying for flight nursing for the programs that you're looking at some are I know but for you it's not and so for you you know that you just wanted to increase um, your knowledge of pre-hospital since you have hospitals. So I really think that that um, self-concept of yourself and like gaining more confidence is really what got you there. And you've been through a lot now to get to this point, you know, to pass the test. And now we're doing application process for, for getting into it. And so um, I, I don't think that just happened to you. I think that came from like the burst of confidence that you really got by having your own back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I, I can agree with that. Definitely. And 100%, you know, if, cause I've been working with you. Yeah. And I want to talk about one other thing that you had mentioned before was it's really important to take time for yourself. You said, and yeah. invest in yourself. And what I see a lot and, and for myself either personally as healthcare workers, like, and first responders, we forget to invest in ourselves because we pour so much into our patients and into our shifts and into our work. Like, we all love what we do because we like to serve people. So what would you have to say about um, the importance of really investing in you and investing in time in yourself? So I think that investing in yourself and like every capacity is super important. I think a lot of time people focus on the cost of things, you know, be like, oh, that's too expensive. Like, first off, I don't think anybody should ever say that out loud. Like, don't ever say that out loud because 
you can do it if you really want to do it. There's always a way and you don't ever have to even spend a whole bunch of money, but it is important to invest in yourself. Like I have a very expensive stethoscope, but it's because I invested in myself and you know, people are like, that's a lot of money. I paid like $400 for my stethoscope. Well, it is a lot of money, but I need something that's going to be beneficial for me while I'm working. But also when I'm not working, you know, um, go get a massage, go get your car clean, go, go do something. Like I like to, you know, invest in yourself, make sure you're, you have peace and, you know, just when you invest yourself in all areas of life, even doing something as like a pedicure or, um, getting a mentor to get to the next level or, or anything in that nature, it could only be beneficial for you. And you shouldn't, a lot of the time people, I feel like they say, Oh, I can't do that. That's, that's, that's too expensive. Like, no, like you're worth it. If you're worth it and what you're trying to go for, you feel like is worth it, then you'll do anything to get there if you really want it. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say to the people out there who are, um, you know, oftentimes like they realize, okay, yeah, you know, I do need to give myself oxygen first before I keep, you know, helping other people with their mask. But how, what would you say to people who are like, yeah, I understand I need to do that, but now how, like, where do I start? Yeah. Well, I think that to start, you know, if you, they don't already have somebody that they can reach out to as a mentor, you know, a lot of, there's so many, so many things out there that are just free and available for, for help. You know, Pinterest has a million and one things to help with breath work and affirmations and YouTube is amazing. There's so many different YouTubes to go across and to learn, you know, and for like, I do that, honestly, for me, like for every single test, every single interview, anything that I'm doing, I know somebody else has tried it already. So I just do an internet search and you come across many different resources that'll help you and guide you um, to a sense, you know, what to get to where you're going to what you want, what you want to attain in life. Yeah. And I always say too, like, if you don't, sometimes people become so um, engrossed in their job, like they figure out even what they love to do outside of work. Yeah. And so I always tell them like, figure out like what you love, what you enjoy doing, and then just practice like slowly doing those things. And then they'll become something that you do want to put into your schedule. That's outside yeah. of work. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, I, I picked up painting before too. And I didn't know I could paint and I can actually kind of paint. I really enjoy cooking too, you know, so those are things that I make sure to um, incorporate, you know, outside of work that make me happy, you know, give me joy. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that um, you've also talked about just like being able to not sit still and stay on one thing task for a long time um, yeah. and you easily get distracted. So I think there's other people out there who have similar issues to you. How do you deal with that part of it? So um, my ADHD is horrible and I got diagnosed when I was in nursing school. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my whole life makes sense. Mm. But what I found that um, I find what time of the day I'm most productive at. So for some people, it's the morning, it's the evening, like for me, waking up super, super early, it's just, it's not going to fly. I'm, I don't want to do that. I want to sleep. Um, 
but I find that I'm better maybe the late afternoon. So I make sure that if I need to study or I need to really focus on something, I'm gonna schedule it into the time that I know that I'm most open and most relaxed. Like this is the time that I can take all of that in. Mm-hmm. And, and just really getting to know yourself what, what time of the day you like most. Like, do you like waking up early in the morning? Because if you do, well, then that might be good, maybe before everybody else is awake, you know, but um, that's one thing that I do. And then um, I started making lists. I never, people always used to tell me like, oh, you need a planner, you need a planner. I'm like, I literally have a stack of planners that don't have anything written in because it just was useless. I didn't, for me, it didn't work, but I started to make little lists on my phone and now I use that a lot and I have little check boxes I do that and it gets definitely kept me more organized and it makes me feel accomplished when I can check things off the list and my like ADHD brain is like yay we got things done and it makes me feel super productive but I also make sure not to make the list really big because if it's really large I'm like oh, I don't want to do anything it's too much so yeah. um, manageable things that I can actually uh, attain during the day and be like yes Yeah. I love that you really did the deep dive and the work into knowing what your limitations were. Yeah. Like, and figuring out what really worked for you. And I know that some of our sessions, we have talked about it and it has been like uncomfortable and hard to talk about, but I really think like you have honed in on what works the best for you. And that's what's helped you be so successful too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always been uh, difficult for me, I think, to get really dig really deep and ask myself those questions, you know, the questions that that you and I would talk about, like I just never got there. And I feel like um, I had a really rough childhood growing up and then it was, it was not okay to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It was not okay to, you know, mess up or get something wrong or it was just not, you know, so you never allow your mind to get there. So when you do need to face your emotions or really ask deep questions in yourself. It's very uncomfortable and, um, you know, and you don't want to do it, but when you do, when you're able to just find somebody that you trust that you can work with and helps you ask those hard questions and make it really, they, when you ask them like, Oh, I guess there really wasn't that, that difficult, or I'm answering the question. I'm like, Oh, well, I guess I'm, putting these thoughts on myself, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud. And sometimes you need that, Um, you know, and you need to find yourself when you're uncomfortable, when um, you're most productive, what you're feeling and, you know, why you're feeling that way. So that way you can know how to deal with it. I think it is hard for a lot of us in general, just to be vulnerable. Like we want to stuff it down, you know? And then oftentimes it just like comes up into like this big volcano and it's harder to, to get back to where we want to be, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Like finding that person that you can trust to really talk about those tough situations or really to air out like your feelings so that you can move forward with it. Yeah. So um, just last question for you, Vicki. Um, I know you've had a lot of probably advice and um, people tell you poignant information that's probably really helped you in your career so far, but what's one thing that you can remember or that you've kind of held on to that has propelled you to who you are today in your career? 
So I have had the, I have been very fortunate to have like my preceptors, different preceptors that I've had throughout my nursing career have really been amazing, amazing people that I still talk to and hold very close to me. And one specifically, I've known her since she was a tech, she became my educator, she became my supervisor, she became my, my uh, manager, you know, and um, she always told me, it doesn't matter what anybody says, you know, you shouldn't do something this way, you shouldn't do something that way, you should do it this way, like, whatever path you find, and that is something that you want to do, you do it, it doesn't matter what shortcuts you have to take or not, or the long way, in my case, like, what people would call the long way, you know, you do what you have to do, because at the end of the day, that is going to make you the nurse and the person that you want to be, you know, everybody yeah. goes through things in life, um, whether we like it or not, when and how it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And it's our responsibility to figure out what to learn from that and how to move forward. And that's one thing that I always like keep close to me is that whenever something bad is happening also, or I feel like something's um, a roadblock in my way or a struggle, I know like, okay, well, what can I learn from this and why everything happens for a reason, whether yeah. we see it now or later, you know, it might even be like that struggle that you went through is meant to keep you stronger for the next chapter in your life. Yeah. Um, so that's, that was very something that she's always told me since we were text together, you know, yeah. I love that too, because I think, you know, obviously we all have an experience of facing trials and obstacles. And then just remembering, like, we have to go back to our, why do we want it? Like, why yeah. do we want to get there? Like, what's our reason, reason why we want to do it, you know? And, and so I think that is really valuable to people to, to, you know, take that advice that you got too. So I think that's, that's great to be always thinking about that. Yeah. Know your why. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for being on Vicki today. I think there was like a lot of really good information and I really hope that someone hears your story and, you know, can relate and apply it and help themselves in their lives. If, um, you know, something sticks out to them that, that they can either, um, do better on or know that other people are going through similar situations. Yes. Absolutely. Thanks for being Thank on Vicki. Thank you Vicky. for having me. We'll talk with you soon. Okay. Thank you. Okay, bye.